Hi, Lance Meikle, Founder and Managing Director of Generational, your pathway to wealth, health, and leaving a legacy. You're listening to the Family Office with Lance Meikle podcast, the podcast for those that are seeking a way of living that is healthier, enables you to be wealthier, and live your life whilst leaving behind a legacy. On this podcast, you're going to hear from people that understand the results of collaboration, synergies, wealth, and freedom that only a family office can produce. Family offices are the only entity that unites families and implements intergenerational wealth transfer and purpose, and Generational is the out-in-front leader to assist you. In the podcast, I'll make sure you have all the resources you need to move forward to having wealth, health, and leaving a legacy. So to get started, go to our website, genmfo.com, that's G-E-N-M-F-O.com, where you'll get heaps of free insights, you can request a free e-guide to get answers to all of your questions, and while on the website, visit our YouTube channel and watch our videos. For more amazing episodes, go to genmfo.podbean.com, that's G-E-N-M-F-O.podbean.com, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast or your favourite podcast app. If you want to join our community and gain access to the patriarchs and matriarchs that I work with around the world, subscribe to my podcast. In the short term, if you wish to get started straight away, contact me personally via LinkedIn so we can get started. Thanks for spending some time with me listening to this episode. Women in family business via a multi-generational outlook. Now let's jump straight into your dose of practical family office information. The next generation of family business owners are shifting the conversation around diversity and purpose and the need to adapt governance practices for improved performance and succession planning. According to international research by KPMG and The Step Project, published in KPMG Family Business Planning Diversity Entrepreneurship Report, in Australia, family businesses provide 55% of private sector employment. Only 31% of global family businesses had women on the board, while only 18% of current family businesses were female. A multi-generational outlook of family enterprises by Deloitte's titled Planning Beyond the Horizon, a multi-generational outlook report into the role of family enterprises, cautioned. Without the right planning and preparation, some family enterprises may fail to successfully transition to the second generation, and the process becomes even more challenging for third or fourth generations. And that is definitely the experience at Generational we have had and do have in dialogue with patriarchs and matriarchs around the intergenerational transfer. According to the report, there's... Families that can define 10 to 20 year aspirations and 6 to 12 month initiatives with a clear line of sight from one to the other will be more likely to stay ahead of the game. The report offers three tips for embedding a multi-generational outlook in your family enterprise. One, formalise the planning processes. That is, put capability building on a schedule, deploy actual resources towards chosen initiatives and put in place the metrics to measure whether they are progressing as planned. Two, put family governance in place. And this is the part that's difficult for most patriarchs and matriarchs without 
the solution piece around them being a uh, multi-generational or a family office um, single uh, internalised legal expert or a multi-family office um, solution towards uh, the legal construct of the, the governance. So family enterprises typically have excellent business governance, but few operate with the same level of rigour when it comes to family meetings or communications. Yet to plan beyond the horizon, it's essential for the next generation to be included in their long-term decision-making to align family strategy with family business. So as a, as a director at the Australian Institute of Company Directors, I can assure you the governance that's applied at board level for an enterprise is absolutely no different and should not be diluted as to what's applied at the family office level. Sadly, it is in, on most occasions because of the, the personalities and that lack of communication. The third point that the report offers is to prepare for the rising generation. Letting go is not simply about the incumbent generation giving up the power. It's about preparing and educating for the rising generation. Hairs to the family businesses can sustain their leadership through raw power. The previous generation and their stakeholders must grant them the authority to lead. And that is where it's very, very difficult. A play, an infamous play by the amazing playwright Shakespeare, covers this off in King Lear. And the fool uh, tries to give advice to, uh, to King Lear around what's happening with Cordelia. And for some people in the audience listening who know that play, uh, in particular uh, part five of the play, um, where that plays out, is around um, you know, granting, them, granting them the authority to lead. So there's a direct correlation to the audience between family officers, King Lear, um, wonderful correlation as to how that play translates between the patriarch, matriarch, in this particular case, the patriarch, and the next generation, and how that should and can and could play out, but sadly doesn't. So preparation should be focused on how to nurture the rising generation. Setting the multi-generational targets together and using deviations from meeting these targets as learning experiences. Mistakes are made, mistakes will be made, and part of the transitional of the intergenerational transfer is to uh, accept, you know, autonomy without empowerment is autonomy. Autonomy without empowerment, without empowerment is useless. So mistakes are going to be made, and it's accepting that that is part of the um, intergenerational transfer. So learning together as a family sustains the family's power to adapt to disruption. And that's where the learnings are. The learnings are in that moment when mistakes occur and the transition of knowledge, power and experience rather than the punishment and the discipline uh, and the expectation management, which typically is sadly what, what occurs. So the metrics of the Australian family businesses, just to put something into perspective here for the audience. The source for the data I'm about to give you is from Grant Thornton, Family Business Australian Survey, 2021. Eight in 10 family businesses are forecasting revenue growth in the coming year. 76% said COVID-19 had no impact on succession plans. 56% of family businesses have plans to transition leadership. 65% of those will transition to another family member. 
amazing statistics. 30% have not considered succession or leadership transition. 32% have considered change of ownership. 8% of family businesses have a retirement plan for the CEO, managing director. And that is the alarming statistic from the report. 8% of family businesses have a retirement plan for the CEO, managing director. 70% of all Australian businesses are family businesses. And $4.3 trillion is the estimated value of the Australian financial um, outputs of family, family business sector in Australia. If you want my help in any way, shape or form, go to genmfo.com. That's G-E-N-M-F-O.com and interact. Please share this episode with anyone you care about so that they, like you, can have a pathway to wealth, health and a legacy. Please leave an episode review at genmfo.podbean.com, Apple or Google Podcasts, or your favourite podcast app, and subscribe to not miss out on my latest episodes. Until my next episode, remember, if a pathway to wealth, health and a legacy is what you seek, Generational is where you start. Thanks for listening.